what's happening, everybody, and welcome to this another edition of the Dell and Keith Show. I'm Derek Kernahan, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Keith Anderson. Keith, how are you doing tonight, mate? You all right? I'm good, mate. How? Yeah, I'm all right. Thanks. I'm all right. Um, been a bit. We've been. I would like to say it's been a quiet few weeks for us, Bears, uh, particularly the last week, but it certainly hasn't been, has it, mate? Nah, nah, <laughs> definitely, man. It's uh, yeah. it's been a been a bit of a roller coaster. Yep, plus to make it even better, we're stuck in the middle of the international break, which I know that you absolutely love. Oh, I kind of got enough of uh, <laughs> watching Scotland. <laughs> to be fair, I did watch them tonight, and they did play. They did play alright, and they got a decent result. So, ah, uh, you um, said that. Yeah, yeah, so I. But I. Well, let's get back to getting back to all things Rangers, mate. So, pretty obvious the thing we're going to be discussing tonight is what's what's been on everybody's um, everybody's lips pretty much for the last four or five days. Um, and it is the, you know, that Stephen Gerrard left Rangers last week. So we, we wanted to do a podcast. We didn't want to put it out straight away because I think it has been us two swearing quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I we had a wee bit of time to think about it and stew over a wee bit. And we're just going to have a chat about, you know, pretty much how he left, you know, and then what, what's what's next. We're probably going to do, um, later on, maybe in a couple of weeks' time, we're going to do, we're going to have a look back at his whole time at the, at the we're going to do a bit of an in-depth discussion on, you know, his whole time at the club and just how we think it went and, you know, everything everything that happened during that time as well, because there's a number of things to talk about. And then we're also going to do a pod again once, we don't really want to talk about this now, but once new managers announced as well, mate. Hopefully the next day or two, mate. But I, yeah. I we'll, we'll we'll pick that up. I think, like you say, it's worth waiting and, and doing that on its own merits, and we can chat about it rather than speculating when we nobody really knows much, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So this is purely about the about the initial initial reactions, um, and just how just how everything occurred, um, as well from there. So, so so let's go back then. So it was obviously last weekend, uh, Aston Villa. The bastards. Hopefully, <laughs> kidding. Um, Aston Villa sacked their manager Dean Smith after a not winning the five games, so they decided it was time for something new. And then obviously the speculation was out there. And then see at the start, Keith as well, because we've heard him. He's been linked to a few jobs, you know, like the Spurs job. He was linked for the Newcastle job and stuff. Like he was linked for the Villa one. See at the start of it, I didn't. I wasn't really. I wasn't really that concerned he was going to go. Were you when you first heard it? When you first heard of it? Aye. Aye, for, for me, yeah. right, right yeah. away, I don't know if you remember, but, but T put in the chat about, like, haha, Villa, as if they have any chance, and, and I'd said pretty much right away, this one felt different, Um, it, it felt like a better fit, I mean, Spurs just wasn't an option, I didn't feel, um, Newcastle, well, we all know where they're at right now, and I, again, that, that, doesn't, that never felt very Stephen Gerrard, but Villa felt like, it felt like a, it felt like a threat to me, Um. It felt like a felt like a the the type of thing that would would get his interest and at least give him a decision to make and you know that's the way that it panned out. Yeah, I, I was more of the opinion um, of because of the conversation or else the interview that Emma Dodds had with him a few weeks before that, um, where she said to him about linking him with the speculation and he was like, you know, I trusted the man. You know, he said that I would settle, that I would happy. I'm no, pretty much I'm not going anywhere. And then a week and a half later, he's fucked up. <laughs> so, 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 so I guess from there, I just took him on his word because it seemed like it seemed like he had the bug. He, he got bitten by it, 
you know, pretty much straight away. I mean, he's pretty much the reception he's had. We've been, I think, as, as a fan base, the fans have been incredibly loyal to him um, as well, up until obviously, up until this week. I think even then, there's still, there's, there's still, there is, we are still loyal to him, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, what he's, what he's done for the club, we still thank him and stuff like that. But, yeah, I was thought the initial reaction that he was not going to, you know, I, I, I didn't see it and I don't know why, because maybe because I trusted him and because of obviously what he said before that, but then obviously it became very apparent, you know, that he was he was interested because it was getting, the rumours were getting bigger, bigger, you know, anything you looked on Sky Sports News, it was like Gerard's a front runner and then the next thing you see him, he's on a train down to London to the head off the headquarters and... <laughs> just how quickly it was, you know. So, so what was you, like? Let's go back to sorry, I'm getting a wee bit ahead of myself here. Let's go, let's go to, you know, your, your initial reaction when you seen, when you seen him holding that villa talk around when you seen when they just put that announcement saying that he'd left. What was your initial reaction to it, Keith? Let me just go a wee bit back towards that when it was going to picking up on Sky Sports and stuff like that when you seen the headlines. I I think initially, I mean. Let's be honest. It it was a it, it was a, it's a it is or it was forget the forget the tense. I guess a wee bit, but yeah. a blow, right? You know, and I think when it was officially announced, I, I didn't feel that much because we had known for the last day or two before that right, it was it was a pretty poorly kept secret that it was happening. It was a matter yeah. of time before it was getting announced. I think, see, to be honest, in the Wednesday, I, I was like. Just get it announced soon because the sooner it gets announced, the sooner we can we can start our own thing and move on. Um, I don't think that it was a it was a big surprise. So the few days leading up to it were probably worse than the actual announcement. By the time it, it came round, it was like, right, let's just you know let's just get this over and done with. Um, like I know you're going to dump me, going to just dump me already, and then we can you know we can start to deal with it. Was kind of how it felt. I, I yeah. think so. When the Thursday when it was announced, it was like ah shit, it is all true. But within like an hour, I was getting, I was starting to get excited about the possibilities of the next manager, just because it had been such a poorly kept secret. And for for Gerard the day to say in, in the interview, or you know, all started on the Wednesday, we knew before Wednesday it was happening. Do you know what I mean? So like he must have known. So I think I think that's bullshit. Um, just playing a bit of politics and trying to you know trying to make it look all official and that. But um, I I think that was for me that was it. It, it was it was kind of. Um, a blow for sure, but it didn't last that long because we had known it was coming. What about you? Yeah, um, I, I agree with you. See, see the build up to it, that was worse for me. Aye. You know, rather than see, seeing the Thursday when it got announced, I was like, right, okay, it's done. Let's move on. I'm, I'm, I'm hurting. I'm really hurting because of it, but I'm trying to think, of, you know, let's, let's move on now because nobody's bigger than, nobody's bigger than Rangers. You know, no man is bigger than the football club. Um, but I was still really disappointed because I thought he was, you know, he was he was a guy. I thought he was a guy that was going to lead us to our fifty six. I thought he was going to be the guy that led us into the Champions League. You know, I thought he was going to be the guy who actually, you know, I think that I always thought that's what he wanted was Champions League football because you know obviously everybody was aware that he obviously holds out for might be a mass Liverpool fan. He was holding out for the, the Liverpool job, which it still looks like that's the case. He still, you know, sort of signed that. A two and a half year deal, which is what, and that's also coincidentally when Klopp says he's leaving Liverpool as well. You mm-hmm. know, so so all sort of still works into place. But I did think I was thinking that he was he was maybe he 
state here for another for another wee while. So the build, the initial build up to it and the initial reaction, you know, like on the on the Tuesday and the Wednesday. I was you know, I was checking my phone constantly because I always I didn't want to go because I did I loved him as a, I loved him as a manager. Um, and I think that was worse than actually the Thursday when it got announced on the Thursday was announced it was like you know, like you said, it was like, you know, you're getting getting dumped. You know, Aye. almost and then it and then it gets dumped and then the only thing that sort of put a wee put a wee knife in it as well is when when you get dumped and then you see your ex with a picture of some buff guy two minutes later, you know, and stuff like that, whereas he's sitting there holding his dollar top. You know, <laughs> Aye. So, you know, it was just like you know, a few days ago he's got the bear stuff on and then on on Sunday at the, the Ross County game, I took my nephew with me. My nephew's eight, and he's, he's started coming to a few games with us this season. And my brother could have made it to us every time I took my nephew, and he wanted to stay behind and get his pictures took. And he gets pictures took with Stephen Gerrard as well, and I'm his last team, my nephew, all the way. You know, you're probably one of the last people that got your pictures took with him as a Rangers manager. And then I started going to box it was his fault, you believe in, which is what he didn't appreciate. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my, my, my initial reaction, Keith, was. You know, I was I was devastated, and then, like I said, as soon as it turned to Thursday, I was more a case of, you know, right, okay, let's think about the new ones and let's see what they're planning, planning ahead for, you know, who's going to come in. Because it's you know, it's exciting when something like that comes in. I mean, obviously, it's, as well, when you've seen some of the, some of the people you get that, that we get linked with, you're like, this isn't, this isn't Rangers, you know, five or six years ago when Pedro came in and we had like guys like. You know, we had guys like Darren Ferguson once, you know, he come in becoming the Rangers manager and obviously we got we got Pedro. But you know, you're like, you know, this isn't the same Rangers as it was then. So seeing some of the people linked has been encouraging. If you believe obviously we don't want to talk about that. But yeah, the thing that really that got to me was just how quickly you know, like you said, how quickly it all sort of all sort of spiraled. Obviously he's saying that having that and like I said to you, I think that's bullshit as well. But how it came out in the press, you know, linked on the Monday, the Tuesday with it. Linked on the Monday, started spiking on the Tuesday, and then Wednesday went into overdrive, and then you see pictures of them getting off a train down in London, which is where Phil's headquarters are. And then I Thursday was away, it's like a fucking Craig David song. And <laughs> how quickly, how quickly it was. I think also the other thing as well is the timing. I mean, there's it, it depends, right? There's, there's there's multiple things at play here. Um, so from a club point of view, there's pros to that. You know, if he wants to go and he said his head turned and he's got his heart set in a move, then let's get it done. See you later. You know, let's let's do business and 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 we move on. So I think from a club perspective, that for me is a good thing. Um, I think in, on a on a personal level for for him, um, you know. It's a bad look, right? You know, like you say, he's given her the big game about Delic Cappy, well, don't ask stupid questions, and then he's out the door. He looks like a tool, right? That, that, that's it. 
and maybe it's rookie manager, you know, he's um, it's his first job and he's gave it a big game. And maybe he learns for this, right? Football's quick. Nobody knows what's around the corner, right? Uh, that's something that, that's true. Okay, for, for players, it's you don't know what's happening in the next window. But for a manager, you can move at any point. And, you know, when opportunity knocks, you can't control that. So um, maybe he'll learn for it and he'll not be as, as blasey again. Or maybe... He was just fronting, and you know, and that's who his character is, or whatever. I don't know the guy personally, so it's so it's hard to judge. But no, I mean, it, it did happen quick, and there are elements of it that are a bad look on him personally. Um, yes. I, I think, but as a club, I don't think it's it's a it's a major drama. And, and as you said, right, the the club's bigger than than any one man. We have lost better managers than Steven Gerrard. So let's not kid ourselves. Um, he did a good job, not a great job. Um, and yeah, he's left the club in a, a much better place than than when he started. But how much of that was him? Some of it, and he, he you know, we we give him due credit, but we don't know how much of it exactly was him. You know, so that that remains to be seen. But um, I, he, he doesn't get all the credit for where the club is right now. But he does. He did play a but he did play a big part. And um, I think something I'd like to give him credit for is that I think he got it more than more than some Rangers men. I mean, we've had Rangers men in there as managers that didn't get, you know, did, didn't treat Rangers like like the big club it is. Treated it like a, a big club in Scotland rather than a big club, whereas Gerard did. Um, you know, he, he brought he brought that big club mentality, he brought the standards, and he reminded us that we are a big club full stop, not a big club in Scotland, a big club full stop, and, and the standards are there, you know, and I think he, he did play a big part in that, like, you know, famously came in and he was like, "Right, let's let's do the canteen. Let's get better quality food. Let's get tables where everybody sits together. Let's get some improvements at the training ground and the stadium and stuff like that." You know, that just reminded people and and set the tone again that we needed. Um, he was definitely a big part of that. Um, so I think you know it, it deserves a, a good bit of credit, and he definitely got it more than for me some some actual real diehard Rangers men did, and that. That's something that we shouldn't we shouldn't overlook when we're giving them just credit, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot of people when you're saying he just he just get he, he got it. And he, he, I think I think he did do hundred percent and got it, and he sort of did. I think he did get the bug as well on it, but you know, like when you hear his you hear his interview that he done today with Villa, it's pretty much it's very similar to the one that he done at the start, you know. What did he, he said when we, when we done it? You know, let's go. And then what did he say today? Or something, it was something very similar. I can't remember what it was. Get after it or something. Yeah, Aye, something. yeah. Aye. it was something very similar to what he said. So, yeah, I think he obviously he knows what he said. And I think you're right, he did, he did do a lot of good things for the club um, as well. But, yeah, it's not it's not only on him. The other thing that's, that's annoyed me about this as well, Keith, and you're when we were talking, you, you had a sort of different point of view, and it is the timing of what he's done it. You know, like obviously he's done it on an international break, which you know will sort of leave you in a bit of limbo for a few days. But it's just the timing that we've got. You know, we've still got we're four points ahead in the league. We're not a million miles. You know, we're not fucking miles ahead or anything. Like four points ahead, and we've got a cup semi final on Sunday. Plus, we've got a massive European game as well. And then we've got a really difficult, you know, few few weeks to that as well coming up. You know, we've got between now and the start of January, we're away to Hearts and Celtic. So it's it's difficult. It's a difficult time. 
difficult games coming up um, for us. And I just thought the timing sucked ass. I didn't really see him leaving at this point. I'd maybe see him leaving in a January window or at the end of the season because I thought he was a man of his word where he would, you know, at least say, I'm here for the end of the season. I've got a job to do. I'm going to do it. Um, so, but but you, you sort of had a different, different, you sort of had a different touch of position on that, didn't you? Aye, aye. I think that, <clears throat> well, I, I absolutely see your point and there is definite cons to the time he's left. I don't think there's any doubt about that. There's pros as well, you know, for, for me, maybe not as a fan, but from a football point of view, let's be honest, it could have been worse. We could have been playing Hibs on Sunday there. We could have been yeah. playing them yesterday. Do you know what I mean? But we didn't. We've, as a club, we've got time where we go, right, okay, maybe not ideal, but we've got a few days here, we've got a week where we've not got Hibs in the Cup and then Thursday in Europe and then Sunday in the league against Celtic away or anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it could easily, I know that's not the fixtures, but you know what I mean? Like, it could have been worse. Um, for it to come at a bit of downtime gives the club a, a chance to, um, you know, yeah, I've got to go a bit fantastic here, but put the foot in the ball and have a wee think about it and go, right, we don't need to rush. We've got a wee window here. Let's, Let's put it to use and, and hopefully we'll do that by getting the right appointment rather than a panicky appointment because, oh shit, we're playing on Sunday and it's a big game and, you know, we can't go with the goalkeeping coach at the helm because he's the only one left or whatever, you know. So I think okay. um, there's definite pros from a club side. And then the other thing I would say, and, you know, again, we'll, we'll not get into it too much, but if you're in, for the new manager, it, it, it's a plus because, um, you know, you've got a First game's a cup semi-final. If you, if the new manager's in in time, which hopefully they will be, I mean, really hope they will be. Does he get any? Does he get any better than that? You know, you're right into a cup semi-final at, at the national stadium. Forgetting Hamden's a shite hole and we hate it. it. It it's got a bit of cachet to it in that sense. Do you know what I mean? So I, I think that it's um it's good. And then for the new manager, it's baptism under fire. You know, like there, there's nothing better for me personally. I I, would, I love that environment, and I think coming in and all of a sudden. You've got the opportunity to be an instant success. Do you know what I mean? Go and get to a final goal and win your home game in Europe and you're pretty much guaranteed if you can win by two clear goals or whatever, you're you're into the last, you know, you're in you're finished second and you're qualifying for the next round of Europe. Or you have a tough game against a Champions League team. But you you know what I mean? The success is there. You're coming up to a, a season, win the league, and you get straight into the Champions League next year and you get a big cash windfall. Like, oh man, as an opportunity, I'd be buzzing. I think I think it's amazing. And you've got, okay, a tough six or seven weeks, but a six or seven weeks that can absolutely make make your season. And, you know, I don't know, like maybe your Rangers career, you could live off of it. Do you know what I mean? If you could go and do well, the opportunities there. Obviously, the opportunity, the flip side of that is, you could go and be out the cup out of Europe and, you know, you could go and shit the bed in the league quite quickly if it all goes pear-shaped. But, no manager comes into a new role thinking, oh, this is going to be hard work, this is going to be shite for the first few weeks. You've got to come in buzzing and be like, yes, bring it on. Do you know what I mean? So, personally, I would look at it more as a positive. If it was me taking over, I'd, uh, oh man, I'd be so excited. I couldn't wait to get started. Yeah. I like I like what you've done there. I'm, like what like you said, I'm just thinking more as a fan, you know, and stuff like that. You're thinking more about the bigger picture. I'm sort of thinking, you know, the initial reaction with, the heart, whereas you're thinking with your heat. Um, there as well and stuff like that. So that was, that was a good one. I, I like that and totally makes sense with it. And what's, you know, everything that's, and everything that's happening. Just it is, I mean, it is, Sunday is a massive game for, hopefully if the new person's in charge, it is a massive game. And then like you say, mm-hmm. 
the football is going to come thick and fast after that as well. Sunday, Thursday in Europe as well, which is going to be a great night. Um, I think Ibrox will be absolutely bounced in that night. Ah, especially for the new gaffer, man, it'll be yeah. it'll be raucous and yeah. Even even think if there wasn't a gaffer in place, he's the full because how important the game is. Aye, see it being I can see it being an absolutely wild night at Ibrox, which is which is what you love with a team like Ibrox. Ah, uh, get right behind Jermaine Defoe and Colin Stewart. Uh, you know what I mean? Like we we'll try and do our part. Like say, there are the new managers there, and everybody's buzzing, or we realise that the guys in the dugout need a bit of help, and while they are trying to give them every ounce of support. So yeah, I think you're right. Either way. It, it'll be a it'll be a cracking night. Atmosphere wise. thing as well when you say you know you mentioned Jermaine Defoe and Colin Stewart. He's literally took everybody bar the tea lady. Aye, aye. <laughs> the place as well. I mean, he's you know he's took he's took our whole backroom team as well, which is which is a you know you know but when you look at him, he, he did he, he did he has assembled a decent he has assembled a great team there. Mm-hmm. Look at it as well, you know, guys like Michael Beale. Um, it was absolutely amazing, and I think he's left in a bit of a higher standard because he put a nice, he put a nice message out to the fans and stuff like that as well. I that's worth talking about is that Gerard's goodbye message was was pretty pish. Like it, it was, it was shit. Let's be honest, there was nothing in it, nothing in it. Beale was much smarter. He was much more into the fans and like, oh, I hope to see you back. He's 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 left a professional bridge right there to come back as a Rangers manager in the future. Might never happen. Not saying it's going to happen, but he's not burnt that bridge. Whereas you know, like Gerard didn't leave on as good a note. I think that's a very good observation, mate. Very good. Yeah, yeah I like I like how he's done it as well. So yeah, and I think I, I mean a lot of people when when you were when you were talking about you know Dickies and Dickies favourites and stuff like that, Michael B was right up there until you know a couple of days ago. Until until. You know, obviously at the start he was he was pretty high up and people were calling for him. You know, give him a chance because he seems to be the man who knows. He seems to be the you know the sort of tactician out out them all and knows what he does. And he comes with a massive you know massive reputation there as well within the football industry. So everybody was calling for him. And like you said, he, he he has left on a really good really good grounds as well, which was you know it was nice to see. And Gerard, yeah, Gerard's um, post on. I I seen it on Instagram. I thought it was a, I thought it was a, you know, talking service. Pretty much, he was trying to do. Aye, lip service, total flat, aye, wasn't it? Aye, it was just pish, pretty much. Aye. aye, So, so now, mate, like, like, like I said, you know, the sort of the dust is settled. Well, I wouldn't say it's settled, but it's it's calming down. The storm is calming down a wee bit um, on this now. And now it's been like coming up for six days, well, five days since he since he left now. What is your what what is your reaction now? Are you for, for me personally? I'm just more thinking about he's he's away. That's him. I don't have any feelings towards him. I'm still well. I do have feelings towards him because I'm I'm upset and I'm I'm and I'm and I was angry and hurt about how how, how he left. But I'm like I'm more focused on on Rangers now, not him. You know, it was always a, it was a nice wee love affair to have Steven Gerrard being our manager for a few years, but now he's away. And he's away. I'm like, like I said earlier on, no one's bigger than the club. So he's away. He's away at Villa. He's pissed off. Let's focus on the club again. That's what I'm thinking about now, and just how we're getting important on the games coming up ahead. I know. I, I absolutely. I think that, um, like you say, he um, he he played his part definitely in, in getting the club back to, you know, from where it was when he took over to almost back to 
you know, kind of back to where we belong. You know, I would say yeah. um, if we go and retain the title and get back into the Champions League, you could say that that's where we belong. I don't know, you know, but certainly the the best the best team in Scotland, I would say, I, I think that's us still. Uh, I think we get the best squad, so we're the best team. So um, for me, I I think back to where we belong, and it played a played a big part in that. But like you say, we move on. You know, um, we 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 benefited from his profile. He benefited from what he did here. He moves on. As far as I'm concerned, what does Stephen Gerrard mean to me? He was a great player. I liked watching him. Um, he was a good manager for Rangers. Again, I said that earlier. Not a great manager for Rangers, but a good manager for Rangers. Um, fine. Uh, and personally, yeah, I agree. I the, the way that it all went, he's went down in my estimations as an individual. But I never met him, so maybe my estimations weren't fair. I don't know. Right? I don't know the guy. But um, I'd say on a, a human level, as a man, he's dropped in my estimations a bit. But apart from that, and those those observations, I don't really care, right? You know, if he's a successor at Villa or if he's a total failure at Villa, it makes absolutely no difference to my life. So I don't really care. It's now I'm buzzing for the possibilities of what comes next. I'm really excited to see what the club do next. And I think the next appointment is going to tell us so much about just where we are as a club. Um, you know, because we're, we're talking about, oh, we're in a much better place. But you never really know what's going on behind the scenes. I think for me, the, the next... Um, the next appointment will tell us a lot, um, and there's a few key points to it that we can we can discuss. But I, that for me is is what I'm I'm so excited about the possibilities about what's next. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm really excited about you know our appointment. You know who's going to who. Obviously, there's a there's a number of rumours going about the now um, about who it could be and stuff like that. But also who's going to bring with them because it's obviously going to have to bring a whole new backroom staff with them now because ah, I like you say, they're they're there. Gerard took everybody, but. Um, Pretty much, see, I think, see if he was still in the squad, Halliday would be taking the team, wouldn't he? Yeah, Halliday would be doing the training. <laughs> just, just Andy Halliday just shouting at folk, carry him, come on! That would, that would be, be it, man. He'd be wearing, he'd be wearing um, the tracky VSG on it, wouldn't it? And he just scored it out, putting his name in Tipex, Eric. Rolling up the trousers because they're too big for him. <laughs> right, I wanted to ask you a question there. I thought about it there, actually. And I don't know if it will, this is sort of going back a wee bit but go for it um, you know based on everything that's happened and stuff like that do you think that he would would Steven Gerrard still be our manager if we beat Malmo if we were in the Champions League Um. well if we beat Malmo we still would have had another round to go yeah so, but like, obviously but, from there but let's say we got into Kennedy the group aye do you think he would still be our manager or would he be away still I think there's a ninety percent chance he's still the manager. Yeah, I think I think that if he's if he's got that, it depends. I mean, if we had you know we're four we're four games into the group, if we'd been beat five 0 four times, then you never know, right? I but, mean, Malmo got a pretty stinking group, didn't they? Ah, they got a honker. Tough group, but yeah. that doesn't mean that we would have got. I know they've, I think they've got one point for four games or whatever. I think they got a draw off somebody that they know at home and they've got cuffed yeah. the other few games, but uh, maybe they get beat on them. I can't remember, but um, that's not to say we would have done as badly in the group as Malmo. I'm not saying we would have finished top or anything like that. Obviously, you know, you've got real, real high caliber teams, um, but I think there's a much better chance he's, he's still there because it's a different challenge, it's a different proving ground. Um, 
you know, that coupled with. So if we've got a cup semi-final, bear in mind he's not won a cup, and we've got a Champions League group game the week after, you know, rather than a, a Europa League game, I think if that's the next two games, I think Gerard's yeah, still here. Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. It's just, um, just something interesting there as well. And I think, you know, I think everybody, every fan that I spoke to, particularly, you know, they bought an ale as well. So I think that's why people are finding it difficult. But like I said, it was just a, just a quick question there I wanted to ask you there. But, Aye, but I think just, what, just quickly on that, but I think you're right in the sense that for, for me, if, if, if again, looking at it as a, as a football manager, for example, you look at why State Rangers to win things and they play in Europe. That's your, that's your two biggies, right? Um, especially that the Gerrard still had to do. Um, go to Villa for what? For the money, as in money to spend and, you know, the profile of being in the Premiership and going up against the best managers in the, in the world and some of the best teams in the world. It's, you know, it's two different offerings um, and we are not, not in the Champions League and I'm not, I'm not having that. Then, I guess the pool for Villa was, was too much. But if we had the Champions League, I, I think he stays and maybe goes in the summer, depending on what jobs are available. Yeah, it was interesting, like you mentioned there, one of the things that he, that he said in, when, when he first signed with Villa was he was he was keen and looking forward to having more of a say in the transfer dealings. And I was obviously Ross Wilson's Ross Wilson's the director of football, so he deals with all that and stuff like that. But Gerard had a massive say on who came in as well. I thought that was a bit of a I don't know if it was a bit of a digger or else he just wanted to be like a proper old school manager and not a coach. Well you know that's very funny. control of the you know, the decisions that he makes. I no, I um I'm calling bullshit on that, to be totally honest. Because First of all, let's not kid ourselves. We all know right, Gerard had a lot of clout at Rangers. He was high profile, and he threw that about, right? He 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 had big he had a big say here, um, and he was the Rangers manager. He's the Aston Villa head coach. So I'm calling bullshit on on that for sure. The only thing I would say is that maybe you could maybe he was trying to make the point of having more players available because more players want to play in the Premiership and he's got more money. Now that, I would say, is fair because what's the most, I mean, like to get, let's be honest, if if uh, Warburton or Cashinia or somebody else is a manager, Rangers don't spend £7.5 million on Ryan Kent. Now forget whether we could attract him as a player or not, as irrelevant, we don't spend that money on one player. That's Stephen Gerrard that gets that money. So I am calling bullshit. But maybe what he means is, I can go and spend thirty million on a player, which Rangers are never going to do. That he can do because Villa have got that money. Maybe he can go and spend fifty million on a player that Rangers are never ever going to do. Maybe if that's what he means, having more of a say because I've got more players available. Okay, fair enough. But if he means more of a say, as in I, you know, he gets to pick who they sign. Call him bullshit on that all day long. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm the same. I'm the same. And actually, like like you said there with. Uh... With, with Brian, you know, Ken and stuff like that, you know, in the future, I mean, that sort of, that sort of brings us on to the next topic of, you know, what's next for the club. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I, I, I think that the board have bagged him massively during his term. You know, Rangers manager, you know, he had, he had loads, he, he had more money than any manager considering, you know, everything that's happened recently. The current, you know, the current climate and stuff like that that we're in, um, as well. We had a massive say on not selling any players. 
uh, the, this transfer window as well, because obviously that's our, that's our business model now. You know, that's our football model where we, you know, we buy players at cheap and reasonable prices and then sell them on for a massive profit. That's just the model that Scottish football works on now. And it's not only us, you know, them across the city do it as well. So um, it's, it's not only us, and that's how, that's how we have to work. But we haven't done that for the last few years. You know, we've been buying and no selling anybody. And, you know, I think that shows in the, you know, the balance, the, the, the financial accounts that came out there when we made this huge loss. But again, I think the huge loss can be, can be mitigated against if we sold a player and also COVID didn't strike as well. You know, if we sold, if we sold one of the players during that time and obviously we still had the, the revenue coming in, obviously we had the revenue from the season tickets, but not from everywhere else that's involved in the ground, you know, people coming in just for tickets. You know, everything, you, you, you know what I mean, with everything like that as well. So I think, I think the club backed them massively during that time. Like you said, no one would have got that money other than Steven Gerrard to buy Ryan Kent. You know, we wouldn't pay seven million for a, for a, for a player. Like you said now, so like I said, I totally agree with what you said there. But what do you think? You know, in terms of the boards and things, I, I think the both totally back them. Do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, listen. I think we. It's not exactly the same board, but since they've come in, they backed Kashinia, right? You know, yeah. and okay, it was the wrong appointment, but they backed him. They, you know, he went and, and he signed the players he wanted. They went and got the implement, try to implement the style that he wanted, and. Okay, it didn't work, but they backed him, right? They gave him, it was there for like one transfer window and he got 10, 12 million quid to spend. That, that's backing a manager, you know, like at, at our level. Um, so, no, nah, I mean, this board back him, definitely. A- any claims to the contrary are, for me, are unfair. They, they backed him as much as you can in the Scottish market. That's it. You know, did we go and spend what premiership teams play? Of course we didn't. You know, we, you could, we couldn't afford to compete with championship teams. But that's always been the way, you know, like, not always, but you know what I mean, since since all the TV deals and all the money went funny uh, in football, that's just where Scottish football is. That's not the day where Rangers or Steven Gerrard or this board or anything. That's just where we are. And, and like you say, go and point to anybody in Scottish football, you know, like there's, there's nobody spending 10, 20 million on players every season. That's just not how it goes here. You need to make do with, you know, getting getting these shrewd deals like your Joe Rebos and your Glenn Camaras where you go and, Get get people in a wee bargain and you know take them, make them better and sell them for a profit. Hopefully, and at some point in the future, after a couple of good years of service and winning trophies, and you know what I mean, and, and that's it. That's that's where we are. So, um, I don't think the board could have done anything more, really, if I'm honest. No, no. So, what what do you think next for the the club, then, Keith? Where do you where do you see us? Where do you see us going? Like you said, you know, I think people are now sort of coming to the stage now where they're. Obviously, a few days down the line, they're getting more excited about the future now. They're like, you know, a lot, a lot of people, particularly maybe in social media, like, he's fucking good to me. Let's move on now. Let's go to the next thing. Hey, you know, let's let's get the next manager in and let's see where we go from here. Obviously, we've got a massive couple of weeks coming up. A massive month ahead of us. December's always a mega month. It's always a busy month as well. Obviously, the Christmas period and the games come. You know, we play Boxing Day, we play the 29th, and then we play the first week of January. So that's three games in a week that we've got as well. It's pretty busy, pretty fast and furious. But where do you see is what do you see what's next for us? Uh, I think I think what's next is is the really exciting, intriguing part for me because, as you say, you know, we're coming into a, 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 a an exciting time of the year, a difficult time of the year, a, a time of the year where a lot 
can happen, go wrong, go right, go whatever. Um, so I think uh, I, for, for me, this is the really exciting part. And the, the next appointment will, will tell, it tells, it'll tell me two things or tell us two things is, first of all, is the club, has the club progressed and, and by how much and are we going to continue to progress? So what I mean by that is if we go and get Derek McInnes, that's not progression. Right now, maybe it's progression because we couldn't attempt him when he, we tried the last time, and now we could, you know, hurrah! But obviously, we would all accept that that's that's regression backwards because we shouldn't be any that dafty shouldn't be anywhere near the club. Um, but if we go and get someone who is a more successful manager, or a you know, like a a, a similar manager, or or whatever, I want to see progression. And like you said, the name the ability, the backroom staff, all these sort of things, do we go and get the same level or, or better? Then for me, that's great. Um, so, so that's the first thing. And the other thing I want to see is we, under under Gerard and the recent the recent regime, we've had, you know, the whole, well, we want the B team and the academy to all play the same style of football. We want to develop a Rangers identity. We go and get in Sam Allardyce, then all that goes out the window, right? So it's also what style do we get in? Because are we actually building that? Was that just lip service? Because that's what Gerard had in his head, and you know we like Gerard, and we were we were drunk on him. Or as as the club building, uh, here's a Rangers identity. Here's a Rangers way of playing football. Here's what we're going after. You look at you, you know my soft spot for Arsenal. That that's what Arsenal have, have prided themselves on, right? That's you know Arsene Wenger and all these guys. You know you play the Arsenal way. You know it's attractive football and it's not been successful lately, but. You know, Arteta's very much the, the Arsenal way. Arsenal have a way. Our Rangers going in that direction. That's the way that it's been talking over the last few years. The next appointment will tell us if we actually buy into that. And if we go and get somebody that's going to come in and keep that philosophy going and, and hone it and improve it and all that sort of stuff and tweak it and put a spin on it, yes. But along the same lines, or do we go totally different? Really intriguing to see on, on those two points alone what um what happens next? Would you think uh, any of that? Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's an exciting time for the club. I really do. Um, we do have a big opportunity now to you know to sort of like what you mentioned earlier on to go go ahead and kickstart our season because if you're looking at it purely on the on the pitch, you know the football hasn't been great. Everybody knows the football hasn't been great this season. With probably the exception of the last two league games, you know the or the whole game in the Ross County game, other than that it's been pretty 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 disappointing. But even then we still had to come from a goal well, go behind. You know, to, you know, to come back and, and do something which was which was a massive concern. You know, if you were thinking about this before if this didn't happen, you know, we're probably having a conversation if Gerard didn't leave, me and you are probably doing a podcast discussing, you know, a massive party would have been discussing how we can you know we kind of keep a clean sheet and teams are always scoring first against us and we're having to come back from it. So I guess from there it's something new, it's a clean slate, get these, get this, whoever it's going to be, get this management team in and get them in, you know, get them in soon. And I'm just really excited if it is, this, obviously before we're not sort of really talking about it, but it is that some of the one person that we're talking about, I'm really excited about it, um, the one person that's been mentioned. So um, if it is him, obviously there's another two people who we don't know as well, which, which again, is proper exciting as well because it adds that mystery to it. And Rangers are very good at this, aren't they? You know, you know, obviously you hear all these discussions, you know, through social media and this, the papers. You know, you don't, I don't. Obviously now with Rangers, they don't have anything to do with that. But anytime they used to be 
kind of a link with this guy and this guy. Now, you don't know what's happening until the guy's standing at Ibrooks holding a Rangers top. Now, which is which is great. I like that, how secret it is, and particularly we're not letting you know, some of these scumbags in the newspapers sort of see what they want to say um, as well. So, yeah, it's, it's good, and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for the club and what, what happens next with it as well. I think it's a good time, you know, it's, I mean, I think the manager, whoever, whoever does come in, is probably coming in, it's probably the best opportunity in the last, you know, 15, 20 years of being a Rangers manager to come in. This is the best time to come in, is what I'm trying to say. You know, there's no sort of, on top of the league, four points top of the league, semi-final of the cup, potentially get through to Europe after Christmas as well. It's a great opportunity for someone. And we are a massive club and we've got such a good team on the park as well, you know, that we've got, we've got here, you know, there is a, potentially a few people, a few people going to leave at the end of the season. I can see probably Olsen maybe leaving at the end of the season, but I think that's always been in the cards um, as well. And, you know, if Gerard comes in and takes a few people, but I imagine Rangers would have had something in the contract saying, hey, Bella, yeah, we'll let you go, but you can't sign any other players for a year or two years or a year and a half or whatever. In the contract as well, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm excited now. From I went from devastated, angry to excited. I'm sort of going through all the stages. of a greasier. Aye, well, that's what happens, mate. That's what happens. That's why on Thursday when it was announced, we were, you know, people were already in the acceptance stage, and it was no, you know, it was not a drama anymore. But I think something you touch on about the new appointment and the players. I think for me, the biggest worry is if we don't get someone of equal ability or stature or, or whatever, <clears throat> maybe not stature, you know, Stevie G's a big name in football, but if we don't get somebody that, that comes in and instantly commands the respect, is, you know, like if we, if we did, God forbid, again, I'll use the, the Derek McInnes example, is, you know, how many players come January are going to be like, I want it here, you know, because that, let's not kid ourselves, some of our, our, our big players came because of Gerard. He was the he was a massive part of the attraction. So we need somebody that's going to come in and be like, guys, level doesn't stop. I don't care what you want to do. This is Rangers. We're successful. There's no pouting. Get on with it. Sort of thing. Um rather than them coming in and going, oh, this guy's a donkey, you know, like this is a massive step backwards. I want to leave. And and that for me is why this is also a key appointment in a football sense. I think we need somebody that's going to come in and and keep the dressing room on side or get them on side very quickly because otherwise it, it could get out of hand a wee bit because I Gerard was a factor in bringing a lot of these players to, to Rangers. Yeah, yeah, I think one of the things that's going to be that's going to be important and you know, to be fair, Pedro did do this as well with you know, when when he came in he brought in somebody who <coughs> who who knew the club as well and mm-hmm. obviously the person that's been like for the club knows the club. But like having someone there, like a, I mean, I know there was talk of you know like like Andrew McCann coming in or something like that. Aye. He came into the club as a coach and stuff because he's obviously done it as a manager, but coming in as an assistant manager, I think you know would be a shrewd appointment. Bringing in somebody like him, you know, back into the club because he's, I mean, he, he talks a great game when you hear him on Rangers when we heard him on Rangers TV last season because we couldn't go to any of the games. Aye. Uh, um, you, you know, he was. I, I thought he was fantastic. So I think it's a. It's going to be interesting to see the bigger picture. Obviously, the manager, he's the main man, but it's going to be really interesting. I think it's going to be really interesting to see who he brings with him as well in there. Mm-hmm. 
know, it's going to be it's going to be really exciting. I think, and I'm really looking for the next few days to see. Hopefully, we'll have somebody by and by by before the weekend, obviously, to get a few training sessions in because all these boys are now all the international boys should be start coming back between. You know, there's some international games tomorrow still, but I don't I don't think any of our boys because Bonner played last night. McLaughlin will be back tomorrow. Parson didn't play because he was suspended. And then it's the, the you know, like Arivo and Bassey, um, Roof and all that who are away to Nigeria and Jamaica and then Fashion as well, who's with Zambia. Um, Kamara's at Finland, I think. Kamara with Finland. I think they were are they playing tomorrow maybe Finland? I think they might be. Ireland, yeah. Northern Ireland played tonight, didn't they? So Davis, Davis will be done they played that yeah. way. Yeah, so so they'll be back in tonight. Do you know one thing actually talking about um, just going a bit off topic here, but um, talking about fashion Sakala and Zambia, I, I do know, I collect my football tops and stuff like that. The company <laughs> Classic Football, I don't know if you've seen this online, they, 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 every every week they do deals of the week. Ah, uh, they did the Orange Zambia one and it, it Orange sold Zambia out. Orange Zambia one, they had, they, I think they had a couple, I think they had about four or five, maybe 600 tops and they sold out within a couple of hours because everybody was like, it was like, they a tenner. So I, I think Hamden's going to be full of these boys wearing these orange Zambia tops on Sunday. So I am a bit gutted I didn't funny. know about it and get one, man. I that's amazing. I, I had it in my basket and I was ready to buy it. And I just, I don't know why I never, I think I was working. I oh. said, I'll get it later on. I put it away and then the next thing it came up said it was all sold out. I was a bit devastated. Aye. That, but aye, stuff like that just shows you the Ranger support, you know, you know, that classic football doing something like that and then they sell it all these football talks to make a couple of, they definitely made a few quid on them anyway, but I think that shows you the, the Rangers support is unrivaled um, to anybody else. I bet Zambia's never sold at a football tap in its life. Do you know what I mean? No like, it's mental. Brilliant. No chance. It is, it's great. But yeah, next few weeks are, um, next few days, sorry, next few weeks are massive, but the next few days are going to be massive and they're going to be exciting as well. Um, just hope, let's say, if they get them in, let's say, the international break is now pretty much coming to an end. That, that was my point, the international break coming to an end. Now, these boys are all coming back now and they'll be back at um, the Ranger Training Centre um, over the next day or two. So getting them in with a new manager. Um, obviously, we were aware of the coaching staff. We just put out a message today. It's going to be the full... Colin Stewart, the goalie coach, not Colin Stewart, who is the head of Rangers Youth Development, who was seeming to get a lot of tweets off of Celtic fans today, <laughs> saying how is this guy doing it and stuff like that, and it's a, you know, it was pretty funny. You know, <laughs> the difference between the two, Colin Stewart, <laughs> and then they're getting help with the B team guys and Dave McCallum and Brian Gilmore, who played for Rangers, um, the reserve player as well, decent wee player. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Gilmore just didn't make it unfortunately, but the guys are in as the as a management team, so if they're there on Sunday, let's say, we just need to back them and give it, give it his all. But yeah, it's been a, it's been a pretty wild, pretty wild couple of days, mate, hasn't it? Aye, aye, definitely, man. And, and like you say, hopefully the next couple of days is sees a manager come in, and I think you mentioned a key point: get a couple of training sessions in before before the the, the semi final, and come back to what I said about the club identity on the park. That's another good sign is if, if we go and get somebody in that has a similar mindset and has similar principles to football, it's not too much disruption. Do you know what I mean? Like if you, you go and get somebody that's wanting to go three five two with two big men up front and play the long ball, you're, you're going to have a hard time getting the squad ready for Sunday. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So 
um, there's that other other element to to the football identity side, which is one of the reasons why you do it. Do you know what I mean? Is keeping it consistent. But no, I think it would be good to get somebody in in the next couple of days. Hopefully, we could do a pod chatting about it, having a wee bit of thoughts and a review. But um, if not, then as you say, we we back whoever's in the dugout. Probably a different type of extra backing. If you're the new manager, you're going to get extra backing. And if it's them, you're going to get they're going to get extra backing just because we know they, they might need it. So, and then here's hoping we see the new manager bounce, like you say. This this season's not been phenomenal performance wise. Hopefully, we see a new manager bounce and coming at this key part of the season, we uh, we had a run of form and actually you see that wee bit extra out of the players and before you know it. You know, we're, we're cuffing teams on a consistent basis and hopefully not conceding in the first five minutes as we do it. Yeah, that would that would be a massive, massive help. No, no going 1-0 no, no no, uh, down with five minutes going. I mean, I appreciate that, uh, that, that you know, like, it seems to be, it was so easy last season, we're, you know, we're just like, how can we make it a challenge this year? We'll give everybody a heat start. But, you know, you, you can't get away with that all the time. It's, it's good to hopefully get that put to bed. Definitely. So, so in summary, then let's just sort of wrap up, wrap up the show, and you know, wrap up our conversation on um, Stephen Gerrard. You know, it's been, you know, obviously we're going to we're going to do a review of him, but just initial reactions. It's sort of like like I said, it's sort of, I think it's went from, you know, I've I've went from more like shock, you know, a bit of shock saying no way he's going to go, and then a bit of denial that he's definitely not going. He's going to stay. He's got the Champions League. He's winning the league. Champions League and then it went from shock and then anger and now it's for an eight. Almost like, right, fuck him. We're <laughs> Rangers, we're bigger than him. You know, no, no man is bigger than the club. Bring on who's next and let's go for it. It's like the, the episode sure of The Simpsons. Do you remember the episode of The Simpsons where Homer finds out he's dying and the doctors lack to him? You'll go through five phases. First is denial, and then Homer's like, No way, because I'm not dying. And then it then comes anger, why you little? And he goes through all that. And then at the end, he's like, And then acceptance. And then Homer's like, Well, we all got to go sometime. That Was that you, mate? Was that you, Denny? The Stevie G train just threw it instantly. No, the only difference was Homer done it in about five seconds. It felt like it, <laughs> took, it, felt like it was five months those few days. Um, Aye. It went on almost, you know, so it was, I was just, I mean, it was, we knew, we knew it was coming and I think every, I think some Rangers fans have found it, found it harder than others because they bought, and I think everybody's bought into him and I think it was just the initial reaction of it, but I think now the more that you think about it, you know, you thank him and stuff like that for it, but you don't, but I'm not, I won't be personally looking out for Villa scores to see how he does it in Colorado, whatever, you know. Give him a little how he does down there now because he's not the Rangers manager. Exactly, that's it. Only time I look at the Villa scores when they're playing Arsenal, but nah, that, that'd be the same. Like you say, mate, just you know, thanks for 55 and whatever other great memories. And like you say, we'll, we'll probably review his, his time in more detail. Um, but we are Rangers, and you know, the, the, we've, we've got a game of fit. What do you win next? Most important game of the season is always the next one, doesn't matter, yep. right? That's it. That's the mentality. You've got to go and if you don't win the next one, then you know it's a drama. So yeah, let's let's move on and get ready to go and win a cup semi final, which is always a big game, you know. Yep, exactly, exactly. So we're all on to Sunday, um, and let's do let's do it. Like I say, regardless who's in the dugout, get behind the team, and you know let's get us into that final. 
That's it, mate. That's it. It's got to be in it. Let's go for it. Yep. So that's been the counselling session over for, for us on, you know, Stephen Gerrard's... You feeling better? A bit cathartic? Exit. I feel alright now. I think I'll sleep well tonight now. I feel like I'll, I'll sleep well tonight, buddy. Um, Aye, <laughs> but it's been, like I said, it was a, just a, I think everybody just felt like, you know, being like a bit of a holy shit, a big world one. But like I said, he's, he's gone now and we just need to look ahead, you know, we are Rangers, you know, let's, let's charge on ahead and do it. So, mate, unexpected, but that's football. Yes. And as you say, is, we're Rangers, is, we keep football. winning. As long as we keep winning, like I said, we're getting exciting, exciting time ahead of us. Let's see who they bring in and let's say we'll go from there. So, like I said, in a few weeks, probably next week, we'll hopefully be discussing our new manager that's in. Um, and then maybe a few weeks after that, we'll be discussing, you know, uh, Gerard's time at, time at Ibrooks and, you know, what he'd done when we look at how he performed in the league, how he performed in Cups, how he performed in Europe, his signings as well and stuff like that. So, we're pre- pretty much again everything it's pretty much like a you know we always do the season review but we're doing a three and a half year review aye um, on the one man so aye, that should be that'll be a good one to discuss and everything that's involved in it it's aye, also, interesting mate yeah Ho- hopefully hopefully our new manager comes in and is doing so successful we forget to do that one and we're talking about you know how good things are going but I will definitely do it at some point yeah yeah exactly so mate I think that's a good time to, a good time to call it there mate yeah so like I said that's, that's been our discussion on the initial reaction of um, Stephen Gerrard leaving, leaving Rangers as he did in last Thursday. But like I say, we charge on ahead. All I can say is, Keith, thanks very much for that, mate. Cheers, mate. That was that was good. Feel better? Yes. Yes, feel much better. And like I say, guys, we'll be back. We'll be back probably next week with another podcast. Until then, everybody take care and enjoy the game on Sunday. Come on the Jairs. Cheers, right. mate. Cheers, mate. Take care.